0: get money living lavish in the stew every day and it turned into a habit men i had to make it happen when i first started rapping they said it would never happen poof making money like it's magic every time i hop a bun a bit i turn it to a classic this little boy screaming that they want a static when i pull up tell me where the started penny all
1: right welcome to another episode of DVD uh, my name is Rodney we have polo E-Man and Brian here to my right, and we are going to be your hosts and your uh, speakers for this episode. Um, I know this is kind of supposed to be like a Struggles of Men episode, kind of a part two to what you, uh, E-Man, and uh, and Joas was talking about. Mm. I know they gave us some, you know, talking points, but um, I think one thing that's been on my mind a lot lately has been like, where do y'all feel like y'all learned to be a man from? Wow. Uh, Yo, and it's, I'll tell you this, because recently, um, y'all been hearing about, like, how many uh, YouTubers been canceled, like, Andrew Tate got canceled, and then Sneeko got canceled, and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And then, like, I just be thinking about their audiences, where it's just like, you really do got mad people following every word that you spit while you're, you know, recording your videos or whatever. So it made me think about, like, you know, just us. We didn't grow up in that era. We didn't grow <coughs> up in the era where, like, literally anybody could just hop in front of a camera, put it out on YouTube, and it's like, oh, I bet. Like, this is what you need to do to be a successful man or whatever. Um, so, what did y'all learn to do? Like, where did y'all learn being a man from?
0: Um, well, I don't. I, I want to speak for everybody. I mean, we're all Haitian here. Um, I would say I learned it from my father, like, just a basic household uh, where like where it starts it starts in the household uh, right. so just everything from my father teaching us you know you gotta um, clean the house every saturday he will wake me and my brother up and clean the house saturday morning the whole entire house we all got chores so um responsibility that was one thing um you know uh being able to start becoming independent so he would really push us to um, just take start taking care of stuff on our own Um, getting credit card uh, getting a job uh, paying for your own phone bill you know just but slowly it was a slow process it wasn't like a um, just threw us out there it was like a gradual thing for for, uh, for me
2: I don't know if we got it I'll go um, Similar as Paul also said um, From my father As you know my father recently passed But it didn't really hit Until like now without him Understanding everything that he taught me So like things around the house Holding things down Understanding what Paul said Responsibility How to be independent How to take care of yourself All these things for me in life right now Are coming out because of what my father told me before. Mm-hmm. So while he was still here, it's, it's, it's easy to be unappreciative and it's easy to not understand all the things that he's been teaching me. Mm-hmm. Like but, take it
0: for granted. Yeah, you take yeah. it for granted. Yeah, yeah. That's like, real.
2: Now without him, you start to see, oh, he told me that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. How to think about things like understanding the type of women you date, right. the friends you have, mm-hmm. like being someone in the church. Not just you got to be active in the church, but just have a relationship with God. Like All these things come about. As he is going, and I'm going to sit back sometimes, like, damn, like, I learned know this from my dad. So it's like, my father did a great job of helping me become a man. Yeah. Before, I would say, I don't know where I learned how to be a man from. <laughs> but now it's like, mm-hmm. dang, all these lessons, all these conversations, just it just hits different now. Yeah. So I feel like that's my father. Definitely that's where I learned conscious. to be a man.
3: I guess I'll go last. But um, other than you know my father, I would say my community, like my big bros that we know where I grew up at, Um, kind of showing me how things go, um, from a perspective that my father may have not really kind of, you know, been too, uh, clear cut about, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I also want to say like, just my family in general, you know, I got uncles, their fathers, older cousins, their fathers, and they kind of guide me and give me tips here and there as I grow older about how to really maneuver. So I think all that kind of culminated together to kind of, you know, help me be
1: the man that I am. Like. All y'all brought in like dope perspectives. Mm. Um, one thing that like definitely, I guess, is similar amongst the four of us is that we all have strong father figures. Mm. And then we've learned things from our, you know, from our dads. But um, what is it? It's even actually said this in the last one. I'm going to keep referring to you guys because you know <laughs> this is struggle mm-hmm. part two, mm-hmm. struggles with men part two. But um, you talked about how growing up as a man, you feel like there's kind of a path you have to take. Mm-hmm. And it's hearing you guys talk about, like, your dads and how your dad was, you know, he was this, he taught me this, that, and the third. For those who don't have that father figure, um, what do we tell them? What do we give them? Like, what advice do we give them to make sure that they follow a similar path that we took?
3: I think um, try to find a mentor, someone you respect, mm-hmm. um, someone who's respectable, mm-hmm. um, someone that you can really learn from, that you trust, you know, in your deepest place that you can trust with certain information. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone who really uh, will guide you, hopefully someone who can guide you in different aspects of life, whether it be financially, spiritually, um, how to handle your emotions as a man, things like that.
0: I mean, to piggyback off of what you said, um, definitely a mentor. Um, From what I've seen in those experiences with uh, uh, guys who don't have fathers, I would say um, mentors through like something that they might be doing. Like if it's like something athletic or like a passion, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They find a passion Mm -hmm. and then they find somebody who's mentoring them through that passion. And then Mm -hmm. from there, they're mentoring them through life as well, you know? And then kids are more liable to listen, well not liable, but they're more open to listen when it, they see, okay, um, this guy has the same passion as me, so they they, they relate, and once mm-hmm. they relate, it's like, okay, from here you could build. Sure. Where not? It's not just what they're working on, like whether it's music or athletics or whatever the case it may be, is now also about life.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, I guess it depends on your family structure, but you got your siblings, like. For me, my siblings kind of were my secondary parents. Because we have, like, such a gap in age, hmm. they took the responsibility for some things for me. Mm-hmm. Like, they paid for a lot of things for me. They, like, made sure they went to my sports games. You know, I hate your, quote, unquote, hate your don't go to games. They went to all my games. So it's like, your family can help with that, but most importantly for me, it's your friends. Like, the people you surround yourself with. Like, they kind of, help you along they kind of lead you along the path that you're going on you know like sometimes people say it's the company you keep Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like the company you keep is very important Mm -hmm. so for the guys that don't have those dads i can understand it's a lot harder to understand what type of friends you should even be around Mm -hmm. because you really got the the direction Mm -hmm. but i think your 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 community the friends you have plays a huge role in just who you look up to the things you talk about the things that you do so it's like for me Number one, your family, like, if you have siblings and older brothers and also your friends.
0: Mm.
1: Like, all that is dope. Uh, It's not that I would take away from anything that you guys said, but I would also add in the content that you consume. Mm. Um, Ever since COVID, like, YouTube, um, Pantheon, whatever that is, like, all of these, like, just um, content creators have been big for a reason. Like, Mm -hmm. you got people tuning into your daily lives. You have people tuning into the things that you say. Mm -hmm. So finding just a person who follows whatever ideals, either your community, your parents, or whatever sets, you know, and um, goes along with that view is important too. This is why, like, uh, personally, I started uh, watching Jordan Peterson. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the dude. No. No, Like, and it's, there's just just a lot behind him, but one thing that I do appreciate that he has been preaching is just like, yo, um, you need to set minor goals for yourself throughout the day. Mm and that'll help mm-hmm. you build towards the greater goals in your life. So mm. For some guys, like, and you see it whenever you start mentoring some of these dudes, it's like, they really just are a mess. And it's like, they got no direction in life. They really don't know where they are going. So really, all you need to tell them to do is, bro, like, fix your bed in mm-hmm. the morning before you leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. keep something clean. Do one thing every single day for a week or a month. And then it's like, from there, like, you, you'll be able to, to you know, reach, bigger goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we got to ask some of these questions. Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> I'll that in like, my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> but it's, I mean, I kind of wish the other guys was here too, but like, I really do love picking out brains whenever I meet with y'all because sure. it's like, I need different, like, you know, interactions from other guys who right. are in different mm-hmm. walks of life. Like, obviously, yeah. Polo's married, like the rest of us, like, I'm, Polo's married. I'm in a relationship. You guys are single. Yes,
0: sir. I mean, <laughs> yes, sir. Put y'all out uh, there. <laughs> I mean, I don't
3: want to put y'all out there, but it's like. I'm going put myself I, out there, yes, sir. I mean, hey, <laughs> I do
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, But on that note, mm-hmm. Um, we also got to make sure that they understand the faith. Mm -hmm. Like they understand that it's not just about the church stuff. It's not just about making sure that you look good on a Sunday, but Mm -hmm. like your faith is a daily, like Mm -hmm. a Sunday to Sunday thing, 24 seven. And it's, it doesn't mean that you always going to come out like sparkling white. You're going to get dirty sometimes, Mm -hmm. but God you know, helps you get rid of all that. Mm -hmm. So that being said, (laughs) they want us to ask, uh, how does your faith play into your love life?
0: Uh, I guess I'm on the spot because I'm married, so (laughs) (laughs) it automatically falls on me first. But, um, no, uh, faith plays a big role. Um, I can say that personally. Um, You know, everybody always says the first year of marriage is very tough. Um, It was tough for me and my wife. Uh, We would hit some blockades. Um, And, you know, we would be confused as to, you know, how to move forward. Because it's territory we've never been in before. So um, you definitely have to believe um, in Christ. You know, you have to put him in the middle, in the center, you know, as the as the cliche always says. Uh, but it's true. Um, and you guys have to believe in each other and, you know, pray, spend a lot of time with each other, um, and build. You definitely have to build.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, um, I don't wanna say my faith is my love life, but my faith my love life should be a reflection of my faith. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. for me, how does my faith play into my love life? I would say that it's everything. Yeah. Because number one, well, Polo's already married. But for me, when I think about marriage, I think about to what Polo said about the blockades, there's gonna be struggles no matter what. Mm-hmm. And if you're dealing with someone What's the, what's the word I want to say? Aggie. Not just Aggie, but <laughs> someone strong headed or. Strong headed, okay. this senator, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it could be, they could, I feel like people have different seasons of life where they become different types of people. True, oh, yeah. for sure. Very yeah. true. I Definitely. feel like it's
1: more so different parts of you are stronger than the other parts. Different right. Facets, yeah. 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 So it's not, you're not a different person. It's just, hey, look, like, there's a season where you are more patient. Yeah. There's a season where, like, yo, your fuse is like this. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's. All the same person
2: yeah Because mm. to that point it's like uh um, i remember my brother always told me he said yo love a girl that loves god first because you will know that her love may be more real than you ever thought it was mm. because when something goes wrong she know where it's to turn to and it may not be you which is fine but you know that who she's turning to is god mm. and if that's who she's turning to you can trust that because mm. some people sometimes you don't know where their faith lies so if you're with someone, you don't know where their faith lies. You don't know what they're going to do when the situation goes crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to be able to trust that if we are in a situation that's crazy, I know she's going to pray to God for herself. I know she's going to look to God for herself. And that's something I can put my trust in because obviously I trust God. Mm-hmm. So we're trusting in the same thing. I'm like, okay, that's where I can feel that comfort as opposed to I know I trust in God. And I'm questioning y'all. I don't know what you trust in. So <laughs> with that, that's why I say my faith plays into my love of life because my love life i want to be with someone who reflects the same faith as me it may not have to be the same level of faith but as long as you have the faith mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Got
3: you. um i guess the piggyback off of what you man said i think that uh, how faith looks in my love life i think it's it's definitely the foundation um even when i, when I was kind of growing up well i'm still growing up but when i was younger my mom used to drill in my head like when you're looking for looking for a girl make sure she loves God first, make sure that she's, like, really in a community setting and is thriving that and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that even when you're trying to navigate this kind of relational life nowadays, I think, like, the Bible is, like, a great blueprint. Like, my mom always kind of showed me different passages where it can relate to either, you know, finding a good woman, qualities of a good woman. Um, myself, qualities of a, of a godly man that I could work on to to be able to attract like a godly woman that i'm looking for so i think it it all kind of comes together and it's it's just at the end of the day it's the foundation Mm -hmm. for me
2: oh you to add to that you made me think about it (laughs) you know like um obviously for you when you do something wrong Mm. part of you is like yo i know i did something wrong Mm. like that's that's the spirit in you that's like yo yeah i gotta i gotta turn back to god Mm -hmm. so for Mm -hmm. me that's why i say even with the trust part because if she has that faith and she knows she did something wrong, there's something in her that's like, oh, yo, you know you did something wrong. You feel me? Like, yeah, there's you court, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that conscience. Sure. Yeah, there's that guilty conscience where it's like, where it's, I don't know, obviously I'm not all people, but for some people, they do something wrong. It's like, mm, I did, yeah, it's okay. Like, but remember, that's you're, that's that. you're also dealing with women. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, but that's why I'm so <laughs> going yeah. to say it right that's away. You know? nah, nah, the way you
1: said it, like, I mean, <laughs> when you guys, when you said what you said, I started thinking about like, With faith in my love life there's um it's not patience because patience sometimes well at least to me it's like okay i'm gonna let you figure your stuff out before like and that's not it it's it's the idea that everyone is flawed and Mm -hmm. everyone is flawed Mm -hmm. and it's there are times in your relationship or wherever or when you're just dealing with people where it's like yo you could be right sometimes They could be right sometimes. Sometimes they're wrong and they're just not going to see it. And you want them to see it right there and then. Mm -hmm. But you got to remember that at the end of the day, look, God says that we're all flawed. This person ain't perfect. But as long as I can see that base qualities, it's like, look, you working towards it. Look, I I can sit here and I can see that I can build a relationship with you. We'll be all right. Mm -hmm. Does that fall in the aspect of
3: grace rather than it just being a patience thing? I think that grace allows you to have that kind of. Well,
1: for me, grace and yeah, patience yeah, yeah. are kind of like interchangeable sometimes.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that you can't have one without the other. If that makes sense, oh, like definitely. it's hard to yeah. have like for you to have one and not the other. It's I don't know. I don't know if I'm making my point clear, but I feel like to have both is something that you should like work towards. Like grace is like like you said, like it yeah, we're flawed, and and I understand that, and because I understand that. Um, and, and I know that I'm flawed and God gives me grace. I should give you the same grace. And I think that through grace, there's like an aspect
0: of patience, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm. No, that's real. So, yeah. that's real. You want me to ask a second question? Yeah. Right. Um, so, uh this is probably gonna fall on you two guys. So who's you two? Uh, guys? <laughs> you, uh, the second question. Uh, so that, the second question is for the first date, where are you taking the girl out to, and how much should the bill be up to? I I'm gonna keep it a buck. <laughs> so I don't do I don't do no
3: crazy like restaurant, nothing super crazy like yeah. for me. Ideal first date like I usually do like a I make it an all day thing like. Oh um, um, exempt. Hey bro, come <laughs> on. No, nah, but like like you gotta, you gotta you know what I'm saying, spread it out like yeah. No, like yeah. <laughs> nah, bro, like all right, we might get something to eat. You know what I'm saying that mm-hmm. like later in the day, like I don't know, you go to watch a movie, go go bowling or you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Yeah. Like a kind of like three part activity thing where it's like it's not super like, you know, we're in the same spot doing this, like we're kinda of moving around and it, you know, kinda of, it can shift the conversation from different uh I guess event a different event and you know, what happens if the conversation is whack though and you, you gotta n- ride with her to two other events oh no I mean like if you're dealing with someone that has like a dead personality then that's <laughs> it that's Dates it. over. the date's over <laughs> date's like, you gotta over. have some type of personality oh, you just cut it off right there and then, like bro, yo, that's there's, yo, there's no, right. no second <laughs> event bro that's <laughs> <laughs> a half a day bro like there's no yeah, second that's
2: event <laughs> the, the, for uh, me um I feel like first dates it really depends on the person or the person that you're talking to because everyone got a different vibe. So if I, like, already knew you growing up, and mm-hmm. like, all right, now we kind of, you know, we're going on our first date. It's a little different because I already know you. Yeah. So I could go and, like, we could go. To, for me, I am think, like, if you go to dinner with someone, the only thing you got is food and yourself. So you just got to be able to talk. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I don't know you like that, I'm not going to dinner with you. I'm going to try to do, like, an activity type of thing. Yeah. But if I know you like that, we can do dinner because we kind of already got the relationship. Okay, but what like, if the
0: girl wants to know you through dinner. Like, she wants to have a sit-down where you guys have a conversation and you get to know each other while you're at dinner.
2: I don't think, to my opinion, I think I dictate the terms of the date. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, for yeah, it, yeah. If I'm asking you, yeah, you out, and I'm paying okay. for it. If I'm asking you out, if she want to do,
3: I'm like... And that's not to say that she's not taking her into yeah, consideration in terms of, yeah, like, yeah. but, like, at
1: the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying, Yeah, hey, I, I ain't mad at it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, bro. That actually also gets me thinking of a question that they were asking before. Mm-hmm. When y'all are talking to a girl, what's the maximum amount of time where you're just like, "Oh, I bet." Like right now, it's either we are something or we not something.
0: I think that depends on the couple, the the, the two people talking.
3: Yeah, I think I think it also depends on how much y'all are talking. Like, right. ah,
1: come on, guys, you gotta help me out. Hey. I was telling them there's a cutoff.
3: Okay, like, there's
1: a, cutoff? There's
0: a, there's cutoff. a I, I, I 100% believe that there's a cutoff and it's, I mean, I, are cause some, some, people, some people, some people don't, don't open easy. Some people do. So it's like, you know, some people it takes time where you really have to talk and they get in that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like you could be talking to a girl and she doesn't open easily, but you're very interested and she doesn't mind talking to you. So how long of a, okay. So we talking about a year. Nah, well, yeah, I ain't gonna hold just you. To,
2: just to be clear, cut off as in...
1: Cut off as in, like, hey, look, I'm literally, I'm sitting here in front of you, and I'm saying, I'm interested. Um, mm-hmm. I want to take this to the next level. Okay. So, it's, if she's like, I don't know, like, how long do you give her before it's like, okay, three to four months. Okay. Thank you, that
0: was... <laughs> that's what that's what you're thinking yo Rel
1: said minimum three months maximum six and i had to agree with it okay because mm-hmm. like i do understand that there are extenuated circumstances sometimes y'all got to figure some stuff out right but there's a difference between hey look i'm really interested in you i want to get to this next step um but there are some things that i got to take care of versus i really just don't know yeah you know? yeah, yeah. You know what i
0: mean like okay
1: and that's because a lot of these guys, especially, like, they get strung along in these. And it's not just guys, it's girls, too. They get strung along. And it's like, you sitting here, you showing mm-hmm. um, this person that you're really invested, you're taking your time, money, you know, you're, you're just doing a bunch, but you're not getting anything in return.
3: Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's
1: like, at what point? Right. Yeah,
3: you know, you know what's yeah. crazy? So I think um, it was my dad who was telling me, he was like, you know, when you're out here dating and stuff like that, take uncertainty as a no.
0: Because mm-hmm.
3: like it saves yourself mm-hmm. some time. Okay.
1: Like mm-hmm. and I was like that's that's dope. So yeah, I that's dope. Kept that you know, kept the tuck. I love talking to the older Haitians though, I'm not gonna front. Like they'd be, they be <laughs> hilarious. They be hilarious and just to mm-hmm. the point. And it's like I feel like especially with our age, like we've gotten so used to the Okay, we just have to allow everybody to do whatever they feel like they need to do in the moment, don't push them, don't do nothing. It's mm-hmm. hard to have clear like yeses and nos mm-hmm. and then for a lot of these guys, that's gonna mess them up for a lot of these people in general, that's gonna mess them up because mm-hmm. you're just gonna let somebody do whatever they gotta do to you, and that's not how yeah. that, that's not how you keep yourself safe right. that's not how you keep yourself emotionally healthy mm-hmm.
0: yeah Uff, bro. so with that. Um, talking or uh getting to know a girl mm-hmm. uh how do you know that the girl that you're talking to or you're dating is the right girl?
3: Is the right girl to marry or the right girl to the right girl for you? oh, uh, I don't know because I mean
0: I mean it was a that's how the question ended, but it was just how do you know it's the right girl?
3: Cause if it's the it's right very girl,
0: general, but I mean, I about guess you could say, say cause if, if it's the,
3: the right marriage, girl to marry it, then I don't yeah. know. I'm not married yet. <laughs> you
2: know, like, I feel like it's, it's a, to me. It's two aspects to it. She could be right, but she may not be right for me. Mm. Like mm. this person could be a good person. She could be great. She could be all that, but she may just not be for me. So Fair how facts. do you know when the girl's <laughs> mm-hmm. right for you? I think. Oh, I don't know. I I I didn't get to where you are. But oh. <laughs> yeah, and I also
3: think it's a time aspect. Like the girl could be right for you, but the timing just don't
2: match up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if y'all believe... I don't know. I used to have these conversations where um, do you feel like there are multiple people that are for you?
0: That's crazy because I remember a conversation... I can't answer that. I'm already married.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I remember a conversation I was having about... um, Just with some of my friends about whether uh, God chooses a person for you or if you find the person and God blesses the relationship. Mm -hmm. And that question goes along with it. And I personally believe that you find the person and God will bless you in that relationship as long as, you know, Um, I feel like it becomes difficult to tell someone that God has somebody for you when in fact you have to make sure that you are right as a person Mm -hmm. and that you also, you know, pick the right person. Mm -hmm. Because if we being honest, like there are times, especially as a guy, like there are times where it's like you, you have some options, And it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, that girl's interested, that girl's interested, and you're interested in that girl. Mm -hmm. And you may pick this one, but she's not the right one for you. You may just like the way she look, you like the way she talk, you like the way she do whatever she got to do, but she doesn't have anything good for you. Um, I think knowing that you have the right girl boils down to um, commitment. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yes. it's commitment. And yes. it's it's a commitment to, to always strive to do better. Yeah. Like she could be flawed. She could sit here and, and say and do whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not whatever. I'll take that back. Cause that's that actually sounds crazy. <laughs> 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 but you know, yeah. she she know that she's not the best, <laughs> mm-hmm. but she's working to make sure that she makes this relationship comfortable for you in the mm-hmm. same way that you should be making sure that the relationship is comfortable for her. Mm-hmm. And I think once you find that then you just got to make sure it's the right time yeah because yeah. you know especially as men we, we often think of like oh i bet i got my girl now what are the other things money location house mm-hmm. all that's family. family like you got to make sure everything's right with the family you got to make sure everything's right with your friends mm-hmm. your, your funds you got to make sure everything's right with your credit you got to make sure you find a house you know the right ring all that stuff mm-hmm. and as soon as you got all that <clears throat> then you good so boil it down as long as she has that commitment and you see that she's committed to you mm-hmm. and she's committed to working towards the best, mm-hmm. then I believe you got the right one.
3: Yeah, and also, uh, to add on to that, it mm-hmm. goes back to our previous conversation about faith and relationships, like do our values align? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I think that's like super essential. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah, the the faith aspect, um, are we spiritually aligned and then obviously like no the commitment aspect.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Um I I really believe in the commitment aspect because uh for me, um, I knew my wife uh, was a person that I wanted to be with for the rest of my life because oh. of. <laughs> because my of. Wife. No, I mean, be, you gotta say a on, chill, man, chill. So, <laughs> chill. So, no, I mean, for me, I knew because of the way we kept fighting for our relationship when we were dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we first started dating, uh, it was, you know, lovey dovey phase, but then we got to a point where, you know, um, we were young, so a lot of small things would bother each, both of us, and we would argue about little stuff. But it was the fact that, you know, we always would find a way to move past that. It's something that we both wanted. It's something that we both were committed to. Mm-hmm. We were yeah. going to fight for it. We were going to figure out um, each other, basically. We were going to figure out who both of us are. How can we make this work? You know, so mm-hmm. definitely. That's real.
1: Like, I want to ask more, but I feel like, like, you know, we got to wrap yeah. this up soon. So, like, the last question. Um, What mistakes would you avoid if you could redo life? Like, let's say you were back in, like, a freshman in high school. What mistakes would you avoid or what mistakes would you make sure you avoid up until, you know, now? I
2: think the the primary mistake is the body count. That, that's <laughs> real as hell High school It was like Or oh, high school college mm-hmm. It was like Whoever got the most bodies Was like that guy Yeah, <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was such a it's, weird It's understanding time. That, mm-hmm. It's understanding that That guy don't mean You gotta have all that You feel me mm-hmm. I remember in mm-hmm. high school One of my boys had. He said you I'm in three digits I'm like I didn't even know We knew that many people <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, nah real, bro Like, like, bro, like, dude, like crazy. It's crazy mm-hmm. So
2: like I remember summertime You already know Summertime Summertime Crazy mm-hmm. We used to always talk about Yo we about to get this girl You about to get this girl We about to get that girl But it's looking back now Understanding like Yo these i don't know why
3: like yeah i don't know, know we thought it was mad nasty bro and <laughs> it's crazy, so crazy how like
1: you don't really realize that stuff until you get older uh-huh. where it's like the amount of time that you spent chasing women the amount of time the habits that you form to chase yeah. these women mm-hmm. that chunk affects you as as yeah. an older man mm-hmm. and it's like i feel like especially you know us when we sit here and we we dealing with you know our mentees we dealing with the people that that are coming up after it's like mm-hmm. we got to make sure that that point is known mm-hmm because I was thinking the same thing. As soon as I read that question, I'm just like, "Yeah, yo, my <laughs> body count." Please, like, like, I wish I had more discipline when it came to to women growing up. Because mm-hmm. I, I grew up like in sports and in sports yeah. in sports and hip hop. It was all oh, I bet you bag as much as you got to. Mm-hmm. You know? Like you bag the most, and that's what makes you feel like a man. And it's not. Yeah. There are so many other things that make you feel like, you know, you're a man and you don't get that until you get older. Like it's, yeah. you, when you rack up more responsibility mm-hmm. and it's not just the responsibility, it's you handle it well. People can actually trust you to take care of things. Yeah. I love it when, you know, um, my mom, my girl, uh, my kid, they look at me and they just like, yo, all right, I could push this on you and I know you got it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to check in on you. I don't have to, you know, sit here and nag you about it. Nah, Rodney got it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Once I got that box check, I'm like, oh, I bet. I am a man now. Mm. I got that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hijack that. Yo, I
2: Also, I would think another thing mistake Sometimes, when we're growing up, sometimes it's get everything fast. You don't got to mm. get everything so quickly. Yeah, like, You could take your time. Ain't nobody going nowhere. You mm. see the same mm-hmm. people. I still see the same people. Well, I don't <laughs> see them like that. But like, mm-hmm. I don't be around that much. Mm. But yeah. you still see the same people doing the same thing. So mm. it's like... Yo, ain't no rush there's really no rush to things
3: yeah the, yeah, that pressure aspect is crazy cause you feel so so much pressure to boom 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 I need this by this age this by that age mm. I think that just being able to slow things down when I was younger would probably something that I would you know try to go fix yeah. you know, that and all the aspect of like just kind of clamping down on my responsibilities like uh, not really taking high school as a joke because I took high school as a joke. Like, mm. I wasn't even, like, mm. really there, honestly. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> if I were to go back and fix that, it's like, yo, it's like, do what you got to do. Try to get that full ride and go
0: to school. Like, if you going to the college route, it's free. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think um, one thing I would have done over is being more open to um, just trying different things and figuring out who I am. uh different interests in my life. I think I've started to figure that out a little later on in my life, later than I wanted to. Uh, and when I did figure them out, I was just like, dang, I could have, if I knew this in high school, I was like, man, how far would it have gone? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and it could be anything. Uh, it's just figuring out who you are, You know, what you're passionate about, what you like, what you dislike. I think in high school, we were so focused on friends, fun, um, you know, games or parties or whatever the case may be, and you know you kind of lose track of time, and before you know it, high school's over, college is here, mm-hmm. and now you just think about responsibilities, mm-hmm. and yeah, so you it's, you really got to take time out for yourself, figure out
1: who you are. I'll double down and say that that's not just for when you're younger, that's uh, for when you're an adult too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yo, because like there are things that I'm finding out about myself that I'm like, yo, I actually remembered like enjoying this stuff when i was a kid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i went to a sip and paint with my girl last week and then we painted And I haven't painted nothing since I was in, like, middle school. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Whenever we had that, like, that class where we had to paint stuff. And I'm just, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't remember enjoying it. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I'm painting, I'm just, like, oh, I bet, like, I could do this. So I'm sitting here and I made a little competition, like, yo, my junk gonna look better than yours. (laughs) And then, you know, when it was all over, my painting looked better than hers. I was souped. I was happy. But I was more, (laughs) and, you know, after, like, you know, doing the, uh, you know, thing, I went back home and I'm looking at it and I'm just like, yo, there are so many things I kind of forgot about myself because mm. I was so used to chasing yeah. after, you know, chasing after like money. Mm. My like, you know, just um my status, making sure that I was like financially set. And there are so many things that I just gotta make sure I do now so that um God willing, when I do have a family in the future, like mm-hmm. I'm not so focused on just making sure I make my money, but I also make sure to enjoy life as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's real, bro. Crazy, <laughs> yo. On that note, sorry guys, we only had half an hour. Mm. So um <laughs> <laughs> yo, this is
0: not look, hour. it's not a half hour topic. There's yeah. so many other things
1: we can actually talk about. Mm. So many other things that we can, you know, pick each other's brains about. Mm-hmm. And then um hopefully next time we'll be able to have more of like a back and forth. You guys can come with your questions too. But um before we end the episode, please make sure that you uh buy the merch. Mm, look like E-Man over, over there with right the hoodie. Right you yes, sir. Know, they I got a whole bunch of different things, yeah. pants, shirts, jackets. Um, you name it. So uh, from DBD, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time.
3: Run it up, run it up, run it up, run it up. Whole lot of money in the tuck trying to double up. I ain't in the lane with nobody, I'm on some other stuff. Black tenant windows, we pull up.